Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show that's G'd up from the feet up. The Rustler Review. That's right. We're doing hip hop references from the 2000s, Dylan, I believe Mm. is when that's from. The uh, John, I'm of course Dylan Gott. That is John Hastings. And we are, this is the official sort of skeet, skeet, neat, skeeting all over your iPhone. That's right. That's right. Do not come into some fucking Kleenex. This is to ruin your phone. Come on your phone. Sorry. um, It's what Android phones. Did we're it made for all in water no i no, shot I, a load on it purposefully no i was watching uh a video featuring ava adams and i did what god intended <laughs> me go. to do we should do we should do it we were talking about like what the thing would be to actually like pivot <laughs> off of this and that would probably just be porn star review but it would just be us and like so this week, i don't i, I don't bring my lights I don't yeah. i don't like fulfilling our destiny that much if we do it let me finish Instead Go ahead. Of lighting, you're getting more and more in the shadows as we record these. I yep. say we do porn star review, and it's we do have a video feed of it, but we are in the complete and utter darkness. <laughs> we also have to be. <laughs> we are completely in the dark, and we're just going. <sighs> we both also have to start smoking again. Is the other thing if we're doing <laughs> if porn reviews happening? Oh yeah, it takes place at a dark bathroom in public. Yeah. and we're smoking. <laughs> Of course. People yeah, yeah. Keep oh, being like, are you oh, done in there? Like, and to be oh. clear, it's not recorded. You have to come to the bathroom where we are. Like, it is <laughs> only live. Only live. Patreon. Oh. Um, Patreon is just we, for the location. You pay fifty dollars, we give you a location drop. Yeah. And you only have That's also, by the way, there. always the same en route, just outside of Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, they got a long ba- long hallway to the uh-huh. bathroom. That's where we record the show. I was thinking Kipling Station in Toronto. One guy did one of those like. That's where we do our. Pa- that's things. where we do our Patreon episodes. Is you actually have to come to Kipling Station in okay. Toronto. Yeah, we go and, on a bus. And what we do is we point into the crowd and we go, "Who do we think most looks like porn stars we like?" Here's what we do: is we go, yeah, we take a bus to the airport and we record it <laughs> while families are. Family's trying to save a buck and be like, well, this is what happens when you try and save money. Yeah. You have to hear some guys talk about porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, you're going to learn. Eating, and the other one's smoking out the window. Yeah. You're going to learn why your dad should work harder so you can afford taking cabs to the airport. A lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got good ones. Yeah. You wouldn't think I'm a guy who likes beef curtains, but it's actually what I look for. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Do you know this? Tatanka is woke to the lies of the left. That's right. He's fucking. He's not even. He doesn't. He's not with Q. He just knows the truth. Oh yeah, he knows QAnon is a lie, but it's hiding the later lie. I'm gonna have to take my fucking glasses off. I didn't bring my lighting uh, set up, and I'll say this: it really affected the glare on the glasses. Oh my god! Yeah. Think about that. It was distracting. I've never seen someone affected by glare on glasses for a podcast before. I think that sh- it shows that you are it's definitely an me evolutionary cul-de-sac. Video, I know I'd be distracted because all I'd be thinking about is what I could see through that person's glasses. See, I can't, I don't like you not wearing glasses. It's really Why? it's like just it would be like seeing you wearing a shirt but no uh, underpants or or trousers. You know what I'm saying? It's like if your shirt cocking it. Yeah, it doesn't the, feel like the, your face is complete. On the this positive, is insane. Usually I get distracted by like messages I get because I have uh, notifications for everything. Like I have that program that links up your laptop to your Android, so you can just do all the stuff off of your phone, off of your computer. So it's less. Uh, yeah, I have an. I have phone. a. I have a Mac, so it's the same thing. We don't yeah, have exactly. to have an app. It's just anyway, all linked. I cannot yeah. see those now, so I'm purely in the zone. Oh, it's not me. No, I'm not I even read looking. The uh, research. Oh well, let me make sure that's up then. It's never good when I'm guiding the ship. Let's talk about. I want to say some overall impressions I of most Tatanka. Of it. Here's what. Here's the nuts and bolts of Tatanka. We start out. He is a man. He's working at a Bally's. He's making a lot of money. Oh. Let me say this about Tatanka. He turned Tatanka down the is NFL the original he bro. He's the original bro. Yeah. Do you want to play for the Denver Broncos? Nah, bro. I work at a Bally's and I'm making six figs and it is the 80s. You want to know what I'm doing? I'm having sex in those showers. Ooh, That's yeah. what I'm doing. Got into bodybuilding, saw how much they made, got out of bodybuilding, which is something that we did not do with comedy, John. 
I mean, I got to say this. I don't understand what everyone else expected me to like. People always talk about like, man, I don't make a lot of money in comedy. And I'm like, first of all, the problem with that is just comedians were just too poor in our 20s to just learn to live with massive debt, which is what all of our friends with money are actually doing. That's the one thing that like it's like, oh, man, I I hate being a comedian because I'm just somewhat aware of my finances, like as opposed to all my friends that bought new houses in COVID just because they got a lower mortgage rate. And now. All of those Facebook groups are just about COVID or uh, just about crypto because they are in need of money quick. You know what I'm saying? Crypto is terrifying because it's like it's made for guys like the crypto market was clearly come up with by uh, 80s stock brokers because it was like, what if the fucking markets never closed? Sometimes I'm up at 5 a.m. and I need to fucking after I've fucking been rejected six times by six different women and I want to fucking look at my stocks. All right. Enough, enough about the idea which we always talk about which is where can we get more cocaine what if there was a money for a computer um the thing that was crazy is i know some and people for some reason it took like as much energy as it does to take to take a plane off the ground to make the money like i always think and i think I, i'm when i found out how much energy it takes to make like one bitcoin i'm like do they have like a bitcoin machine and it's like a generator that my dad made to like help get his tractor going where it's like oh yeah, exactly. yeah sorry we got to put more gasoline in the bitcoin machine yeah, did bah, tim bah, 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 the bah. tool man taylor come up with the way to mine for bitcoin first things first first things first you do got to just light a bunch of tires on fire <laughs> oh, 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 oh. i want climate change to be faster you know what's so oh, crazy about oh, oh, oh. home improvement was the number one show for mm. a decade no one talks about it Everyone is just aware that it happened, but no, it, there's never been a renaissance. There's never been a fun, like, do you remember Tim John, the Toolman Taylor? Go ahead, Dylan. I'm reading or listening to a book about this. Chuck Klosterman's book of essays about the 90s. And I just listened to the chapter on Garth Brooks about how many albums. And, like, Garth Brooks had a free concert in, in, uh, in uh, Central Park. And it might have been what? Like... A million seven hundred, yeah, might have been a million people. I thought it was like seven Garfunkel to did one in the eighties, and they had six hundred and thirty thousand. And Garth Brooks had more than that. And yeah, no one so they, talks or cares about Garth Brooks. Well, that's not true. Garth Brooks is quietly like yeah, quiet. the most famous man in the universe because country music isn't pop music; it is its own sort of self-contained genre. But like at the Biden inauguration, at the last minute, they're like Garth. Come just sing fucking America the Beautiful. And then this creepy, insane man showed up and sang it. Like, if you guys have not watched the Garth Brooks documentary, The Road I'm On, you have not witnessed a man who has stared into the abyss of his own ego. Imagine you were like, I am going to be the biggest country singer in the world. And you are. Like, the entire country of Ireland has bought tickets to your show that's how popular you are it is and insane this is the thing he's like he was the first uh dude because he was like in college for advertising so he's kind of the first guy to really do what everyone's doing now which is oh why is that influencer big oh they took only marketing classes and this is what they've wanted they've wanted to just be successful and have high numbers on whatever social media platform since they were an infant like and he There's was now- the first guy who was like Oh, everyone sells their CDs for 20 bucks. Mine are only being sold for 10. The max out, which is funny because it's like they so they characterize Garth Brooks as being a huge sellout or whatever for doing that, but it's like he's doing the exact same thing punk bands do and get lauded for. It's just fucking sorry. Garth Brooks is a bit better at music than you, Fugazi. Yeah, I got news for you also, Fugazi. Uh, you didn't the fucking write of being successful. Garth yeah. just cucked you. Guess what I listened to in the rating room? And that's a mm. song called I Got Friends in Low Places. Exactly. So, so yeah. Good. And it's about how you get too drunk sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's the other and thing. The, you listen to that song, it's just about being, sometimes you get too drunk. He's not mad at anybody. He's like, oof, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you listen to Thunder Rolls and you're like, this is the fucking greatest fucking country song that's I'm ever so been written. I'm excited to see for the audience, the Patreon patrons to see how close I have to look at my phone when I don't have glasses on. To oh, my it. God. It's really good. What's even better is that it's still how you can tell that Dylan is having a panic um, that Sorry, uh, he uh, this is how Dylan copes with anxiety is he'll read MMA articles about this far away from his face. And then you're like. 
are you all right, man? Because you look like you're about to eat your phone. And then you'll go, uh, yeah, I'm fine. And then you'll just go back to looking at your phone this close to your face. Sometimes it's the most intense thing. Be bothered, man. I mean, there I was one moment. My grandfather was still alive, so he could tell people just get off my ass. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now about your grandfather. Here's a fact. This is a fact that the reason I do not smoke cigarettes, I may still pull this move. Is this the grandfather that literally like 20 minutes before he, di- he died, he was like, yo, yo, smoke. And then had one, put it yeah, out on the hospital floor, dead. Bed and they were like, how'd you get a cigarette? And he was like, I've smoked for 50 years. It's got connections. That guy, that guy. Which th- means, I mean, you know he honestly, that- which is dope because he honestly had a, car- a conversation with an orderly where they were like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Give me a players. Yeah. In my mind, he rejected a couple. He's like, you smoke this. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> if be- you're like, dying, you don't want to go he, out being, smoking a I gar- Belmont. I, I guarantee he was holding it. I, by the way, this is a very niche, but I'm making this point. All people in the province of Ontario think Belmonts are a good cigarette. I have not uh, smoked in two years. I never will again. This you guys is, are pieces of shit. Say, and it's, we're about to set that a, is a record, disgusting a land cigarette. record for not talking about the wrestler. We said to talk his name. You know what I was thinking about before this is how most episodes we'd have to go off track to be canceled. All we would have to do in this one. Or not to be canceled because we can't be canceled. We don't have enough people to listen to us. Exactly. Off track to get more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but, um, Go on. This one, all we'd have to do is be like, hey, John, do you want to sing his theme song? And not even sing his theme song, just the first part of it. Um, I, 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 That's what I recall it being like. That was the, no, that, yeah, that was the politically <laughs> correct version. Yeah, I because listen, it was I, like, hey, Vince was like, hey, we're gonna play this racist noise, and then uh, and then Tatanka was like, yeah, sure, man. Here's the Tatanka thing was Tatanka. on his cell phone trying to see if yeah. that had apps on it or whatever. Like, like Tatanka how do I tweet, like, how do I tell everyone I I'm yeah. racist on this? Here's the thing with Tatanka, and it's very important to know this: is Tatanka really seems like a guy who's just sort of hanging out. Like Tatanka kind of just Have he's you like seen his Twitter. He's not hanging out. I have not seen his Twitter. <laughs> what? You haven't seen I Tatanka's Twitter? No. All right. And I, I'm going to start I, talking about Tatanka. John's going to look at Tatanka's Twitter. And here's what I'm going to do for you guys, for you listeners out there. There's a timer on here because we're on StreamYard. Um, there is a timer. And uh, John, what you're going to do is look at Tatanka's Twitter. And then I'm going to talk about Tatanka for uh, three minutes. So we're at 12 minutes and 37 seconds right now. That is his this. Twitter is native Tatanka? Yes, Tatanka WWE Twitter. So about the time. Oh. Twitter, yes, okay. no, don't, talk. don't talk. Just read his Twitter for three solid minutes from 13 minutes in to uh, to uh, 15 minutes in. No, 16 minutes in. Sorry, math. Um, I'm going to talk and then you're going to read his Twitter and then you're just going to. I'm going to give you a minute to talk. So Chris Chavis, hang was on, born hang on, hang on, hang on. June eighth. Uh, what? It's the, the timer hasn't started yet because I'm uh, I'm doing I'm going to do the reading on my phone. It's a better experience, and I'm also logged in there. Ooh, okay. Chris is a member. Oh, so you can like his tweets. So That's right. Chris is a member of North Carolina's Lumbee tribe. Um, when he was asked the difference about his tribe and others, he basically said his tribe owned their own <laughs> land, and his tribe assimilated a lot better. And later on in life, he would go on to other tribes that had more, uh, basically had adopted more, or, sorry, adopted less of the traditions uh, of U.S. culture and said it was like a crazier experience and that he had lost a lot of what he was looking after, which, I mean, as far as assimilating goes, John will learn him on, on his Twitter. So his family were farmers and used to work in a farm harvesting peas and tobacco, amongst other things. During his summer, Tatanka was an outstanding athlete and um, he got into bodybuilding after school, which, of course, led to his job at Bally's Total Fitness, which is great because if you guys want to know how much you can get by being a good salesman, Tatanka made enough money that he was going to be a replacement player during the 1987 strike. He was going to be a replacement player on the Miami Dolphins. But then basically saw the writing on the wall once the strike was canceled and immediately came back to working for Bally Totals. He uh, won his first body, sorry, competed in his first bodybuilding contest. Mr. Virginia Beach, he plays second. He won many competitions. But as I mentioned, and we mentioned off the top, saw how much money they made and thought, no, 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 I'm going to sell gym memberships to Bozos. John. I just want to say that... It's been uh, one minute and 56 seconds. Tatanka really reminds me a lot of... uh, 
uh, 90s headliners Dylan and I worked with when we were middles who never had any aspiration to like try and do comedy outside of Toronto because for a while they made like 80 grand just well, being just in Toronto. Well, here's the thing about Tatanka. Yeah, they just that's the thing is like Tatanka. In, especially in this period, it really seems like he's like, I got a cool car. This girl sucks my dick, and this other girl also sucks my dick. And like, I can wear shorts. This is pretty cool. He's one of those great wrestlers, Tatanka is, where he gets into wrestling in 1988. He's I'm now going back swole. to reading buff. Okay, this. Well, then you took absolute seconds off your time. So, truth teller, by the way. Cuck the media, John. Anyway, um, when he started powerlifting uh, and bodybuilding, of course, he meets some weird guy who says, you look good. Let's get you in a fake fight. Bobby Rogers, no relation to Buddy Rogers, of course. I don't know why. It's has been, has been reported as uh, Buddy Roberts, like a variety of different those people. It's all over the internet of like, uh, some people say it was Buddy Rogers, which is impossible. And it's just, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's like, first of all, Rogers is a very normal last name. Secondly, like... I, if yeah. I, it's wrestling. I could just be like, I'm Dylan Anderson. I'm related to Arn Anderson. Yeah. I'm bald and I have a beard. Let's go. I'm John Von Eric. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do look like one of the Who's Who is your dad? Fritz. <laughs> I'm related to, I'm Oli's kid. I don't fucking even care about Arn. Yeah. I'm John I'm Funk. Face. Do you want to know who my dad was? Dory Senior's horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Oli Anderson, but I'm a face. I only perform in Virginia. Yeah. I'm Ole Anderson, and I, I'm face Ole Anderson. I've actually fixed your porch. <laughs> I'm so against masks, I won't even wrestle luchadors. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. Uh, anyway, uh, Buddy Rogers, sorry, Buddy Rogers eventually came, this is actually Buddy Rogers, to Chris Chavis's office and pitched him hard, which inspired him to make the change. It was a significant addition. Uh, it was, sorry, significant because... Chavis was on course to earn the, a quarter of a million pounds that year, which is crazy, and was offered a $30,000 raise when he handed his notice in. He goes to Larry Sharp's Monster Factory. Um, he had a connection with George Scott. Vince McMahon sees him full hard. The ejaculate seeps out of his penis, and he immediately gets signed. He's literally a wrestler for two years before he ends up in the WWF. And it's a classic story, John, of guys of a guy who, like, Looks good. Is he, you know, not only he looks, he's like got a great look, but he looks unique. And then that unique look immediately pivots into being able to put him on television. And for some reason, Vince McMahon, for the only time in history, being like, I think if we had an authentic Aboriginal character, would add a lot rather than an Italian guy and another guy. So what's interesting about Tatanka is Tatanka feels like he arrived for work at a summer camp the day the dining hall caught fire. So they just forgot he was there for five years. If you look at it, like his run is so unremarkable. It was kind of like they're like, we need a we need a guy to do a thing that Vince likes. And he's like, Vince likes Native American characters. And they're like, well, guess what? Vince is about to get. And you know what I'm saying? Because he's at WrestleMania 8. No one talks about this. He is there so early on. And is never in a yeah. program, is never in anything. He's just around getting W's, baby. He has a longer... He was undefeated for like two years. Undefeated from basically uh, before WrestleMania 8 into the run-up for Survivor Series 93. And this is the great thing about Tatanka as well, is that um, he does an undefeated streak like Alistair Black did in NXT, where it's like, he's not like killing people. He's winning the matches. He just wins. Yeah, the other thing that's very interesting about his uh, streak is that it only was created post-Goldberg. I remember watching wrestling when Tatanka was at his height. No one was mentioning that he's been undefeated for two years. This is the this is the thing is Goldberg, and it's such a small thing, Goldberg, they counted the wins. Tatanka didn't yeah. count the wins. They just said he's undefeated. That's the thing is, and that was an organic thing. The thing got ruined because WCW started exaggerating it. Do you know that that's exactly, like, yeah. counting it's the, the wins, which is so funny to exaggerate it, where it's like <laughs> you can just be like you could just be like Eric Bischoff doesn't like Goldberg. So Goldberg's who wrestle eight times. And then you can have a win eight times in a night, and it makes total sense because it's like, all right, one guy after the other, and they all lose, and it's a five minute segment. 
Yeah, this is such a better way. But again, this is the crazy thing is that WCW, everything could have been improved by just two hot guys just thinking after the idea. Do you know what I mean? Like everything in WCW just seemed well, everything like... everything on WCW was also that. They came up with that they, that day and they did it. So it's like no editing process. A guy showing up being like, uh, yeah, let's do this anyway. Yeah, like it's insane. Like, I don't know. Um, it's just we. The more I think about WCW in the '90s, the more I'm like, man, what a time to work in media. Like it just seemed like it's like you could get if you were in, you were like the problem was getting in, but once you were in, you're fucking, you're fucking in, man. Like Eric Bischoff essentially lives on a mountain he owns because he was in charge. He he, he had a successful year of a company once. Like that's how wild WCW well, was then, structurally. And then uh, cozied up to um, the dude from the Wonder Years and formed a production company with him. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, of all the all the people to turn out to be grabby, I, I didn't think Fred Savage. Or no, is Fred Savage an asshole? Fred Savage is an asshole. Yeah, that's what I the I heard. Fred Savage is a real asshole, as it turns out. Really? Yeah. Fred Savage was in some show that I forget, but like. People usually aren't in stuff if they're an asshole. Now it's too—it's like too high profile that you're an asshole. Where it's like we can't do this. Anyway, Tatanka um, has his undefeated streak, but he. By the way, yeah. You know who's really upset about Fred Savage's canceling because it was done by the pedophile cabal of the Democratic Party led by Nancy Pelosi and AOC. Like, what were his last ten tweets? I mean, there is. A lot. What I gotta say is a little too much retweeting, Tatanka. You know what? Really? Let's your, lot. There's a lot of retweets. Not a lot. Every most of it was retweets. I, I didn't. And then if he's commenting, it's all just like it's very wrestling centric. I remember when Sean did this and I liked it. That's the weird part where it's literally like Joe Biden is a pedophile, and then it's like, let me tell you, you haven't seen anything majestic until you've seen Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Well, Shelton can really work anyway. Like it's re- literally, it goes like um, a uh, a video of a fish, and then the thing underneath that is um, the thing too underneath that is about these the Antifa riots that are happening in every major city. Dude, during uh, George Floyd, he was truly he was truly on fire. What happened? Was he was he le- was he just trying to make sure that there was two sides to the argument? Uh, no, he had, he wasn't even one of those guys. He was like, "This man's a criminal." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was immediate. I have yeah, to say it's a lot is- about it's a lot about Antifa. Also, this is all you need to know. I mean, this isn't all you need to know. You have to be pretty like online to understand how funny as this is. His third tweet down is a retweet of Randy Quaid. Oh, that's good. That's really, really good. How did good, you not by the way. pick that up? Summer of Antifa riots footage is ten times worse and more violent. That's than the, the one I'm talking about. That's six that, footage. Uh, Summer of Antifa. Oh, that did, I just didn't even realize it was Randy Quaid. Here's the problem: is I just saw a guy, a silver guy, like a silver beard in the uh, thumbnail, and I was just like, "Well, I know this is going to be crazy." Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Lol, six years of this bullshit, and they still have nothing on Trump. I know it's it's like guys. They've got some stuff on Trump. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to make stuff. this political. They have located certain things. So that's Tatanka. He he refuses to be cucked. He will never be cucked. Yeah, Tatanka is an alpha. He is. You know what he is? He's on the Lex Express and he's going around America, and he, he is, is going to make Express. you take the oath of the digital soldier. You now work for General Flynn. Isn't that such an interesting? This sounds weird, but it's like just such a good way to make those characters more complex would just be like just make Tatanka also wear America pants. Oh yeah, that would yeah. He's Aboriginal and he loves goddamn America. It's such a different. It's such a like more of a thing to sink your teeth into as a character than like, hey, this Hitler's wet dream over here loves America. It's like, of course he does. I mean, what's funny is they should have absolutely done that, and they could do that right now, and that would be. That character would be like, I guarantee what they would do is they would Billy and Chuck it is if they bring in that character now, they would do like six months of like getting it over. It's really, really amazing. And then they would go too far with it. And it's like, and let me tell you why, how much he loves America is he's 
bringing a gun to the ring and he's shooting one fan. And they're like, no, 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 this is too far. Like, you know what I mean? Like how Billy and Chuck was like, my God, the WWE is really being progressive and showcasing this issue. And it's like, and no, it was like a horrible prank. And now we're going to have a segment where they throw up in the ring. How come they're called school shootings, not cool shootings? <laughs> exactly. No. Dude. So anyway, this is so we're going to what I want to say is that Vince obviously really liked Tatanka. Gave him that two-year win. He, Like you said, he doesn't really have a feud. He has a feud with Rick Martel, which is like you got old-ass Rick Martel who's on his way out. Um, which is What are they good. feuding over, Dylan? His headdress. That's right. Specifically eagle feathers that mm. uh, Rick Martel stole so he'd be more fashionable. It was for his outfit. It was his accessorize. <laughs> I mean... I got to tell you, AEW should steal that and do that right now. That is so funny. Is someone steals Orange Cassidy's jacket to accessorize? I don't know which character, I don't know which wrestler could do that as a uh, as something that would fit in their character, but the that's such Rick a Martel f- is one of the characters that you could Ted D, there are a few wrestling characters you can take from any time and they're great yeah. deals and him and million dollar man are two that what jump immediately to mind where it's like no matter what p- time period you go into those are like i mean he honestly which is hilarious he'd have to be the billion dollar man now but just you'd have to you, you well, M- take mjf is the like sort of was doing the version MJF of ted, D- ted dibiase yeah. yeah, but there's like the thing of it, what it is. He's supposed to be like, I'm a Long Island douche, yeah. which is sort of the modern version of being I'm the million dollar man because the yeah. 80s lacked any sort of subtlety. And now wrestling is like kind of weirdly not subtle, but subtle. You know what I mean? MJF yeah, is trying to bring subtlety money, into wrestling, which is funny. Money just for me is what his name would be in the 90s. You know what I mean? And now they're like, Oh, it's just it's just Max. I mean, they'd use the Judaism more if this was the nineties. Oh my God! Well, yeah, and he, yeah, well, Barry it would be Moore very uncomfortable. You guys can look back at that episode where it's like he has to lose. His yeah, religion's bad. and then we throw up on him. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm trying to do. I've got a sexual harassment schedule to keep. Yeah, yeah. Barry, I, I need to say because that's that's Barry. 9 a.m. Some places you call them, you sexual harass them over the phone. It still counts. It's not as fun, but it still counts. Barry, it's Vince. You know how you and your friends control the media? Uh, Vince, I've said this a million times. <laughs> um, we do not. That is a stereotype. Stop talking to me about speakers, Barry. Give me the number. I need to I call have a shovel. Where do I have to dig to get to the center? Yeah, exactly. You guys control the media. Exactly. Which one of the li- what do I have to feed the lizards? What do I have to feed the lizards, Barry? What do I, what sounds do I have to make into this phone to connect with the Rothschild family? I'm not a exactly. I just want to be their friend. Yeah, I just want to know a couple of the things that they know. Anyway, but yeah, did you know that that was our spot on Vince McMahon? It's gonna come out that he like burns the Torah every night or something. Of course, crazy now. Yeah. You, oh he my just, God. all right, pardon me, we, sorry. I've, my, uh, in the course uh, of John Laurinaitis has gathered my, my religious documents that aren't based in being Protestant to burn that I do every night. Yeah, I've earned the, six uh, grand a day. <laughs> uh, in the investigation, we used your private toilet, Mr. McMahon. Uh, why was there a Torah and a Quran just next to the toilet with pages torn out? Ah, uh, you see, I use those books as no. shitty <laughs> no, toilet no, paper. Yeah, and that's going to come out that, man, he's just trying. I get he probably heard about what being like, uh, this guy stepped down because of this public shame. And here's he's what, like, here's oh, what I think it is. I'll Are you ready do for this? Way more. Yes. Is because Vince McMahon's about five years late on everything? Is Vince McMahon just found out now Trump became president and how it happened? And so he's like, this scandal's good for me. We'll win. And they're like, what? And he's like, I'm trumping it. He thinks uh, this is the bus tape and he's just going to ride it out. That's what I think Vince is trying to do. And it is I think he's insane. waiting for Russia to beat the Ukraine so he can be the first entertainment in Russia. And he's going to officially do a handshake deal where he honestly sells nuclear arms to Russia. And he wants to be on tape, but he'll be like, oh, 
Yeah. He's like, I bet you thought some fucking NDAs were bad, huh? Ha 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 ha. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. That's so true. It's again one of those things where what's so crazy about it is also like the he's entire like little kid that just wants to be caught. Which I mean when we talked about him for his year long thing, obviously you can see his like childhood was just race fights. Yeah, it's, it's, it's which monsters. is how we come up with a character like Tatanka. Although um, it probably hurt him that he had to make Tatanka a baby face. It hurt him in a very yeah, he didn't understand it. Core. Um, what was so strange but is... you're actually Italian, right? No, I'm um, Aboriginal. Tatanka uh. got snarled up in either a Shawn Michaels ego battle or um, he was just getting very arrogant. But by WrestleMania 9, he was supposed to have the Intercontinental title and he was supposed to beat Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Now, either Shawn Michaels politics and didn't end up losing it or... Tatanka was like being an arrogant boy, and they were like, nah, bro, say it walking. I would, go, I would probably say the first one. The other thing is that Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania, the WrestleMania we're talking about is the one where they do it outside, and it's got the weird Roman theme, and they're like, hey, Jim Ross, you're a respected broadcaster. Yeah. Wear a tote. Put on this bed sheet, and fuck you. Like, what? Eat I all this. Want- you got to eat a sandwich every time you're on screen because you're yeah. fat. Um, you see this bowl of potato salad? It better be very close to your mouth when we come to you. <laughs> also, we've been leaving it in the sun, so you have the runs. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I want you to the- shit in my mouth, Jim. I'm sorry. There's, I'm sorry. there's very... there's These are talked about a lot, but very seldomly do you get to see one. And I would pose it that that intercontinental title match was a man losing his push in real time. Because that's pretty much what happens like yeah it's it's also has a it's match the worst the match performer in the company at that time maybe i mean him and brett obviously sean it's brett. awesome but hang on it's the worst match at the worst wrestlemania and that's the weird like it's not the worst match it's so bad it's so long it's Giant so undertakers on that card it's fun that's a fun that's so that you know how John, quick that no. match is you're, do, yes, you're being the, the tonka about this you're being the devil's advocate uh and if you play the devil's devil. advocate enough you become the devil I oh, invented that phrase. That was pretty good, actually. That was very philo- philosophical, and I enjoyed well, it. Well, that's how I they all. You. you can. There's a lot of books in the alt right. That, that's how that started. Yeah, just I'm just I just we just every argument needs to have two sides, no matter how crazy one of the sides sometimes has to don't. be. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you can just be like, let's help this guy. He needs up. What if yeah. we don't? <laughs> yeah. What if What if we just be selfish? Let's just not be selfish. Mm. Hey, this guy is almost falling off a cliff. We can easily help him up. What if I push him? But what if uh, it looks like I'm freeing him from being dependent on us from rescuing him? <laughs> that's actually true. Let's push him. Yeah, like that's but how that's the him, thought. We get to see him die. Yeah, exactly. Then we can jack off on his corpse. Jack, <laughs> jack off, off over the hill. Jack off. Come on, Dylan, send it with me. Jack off. Jack off. Um, so that's a man uh, losing push in real time. It is. is it's also. The most long and boring overbooked match because Luna Vachon, for no reason, attacks Sensational Sherry in the middle of it, even though mm-hmm. Sensational Sherry and like Luna's supposed to be with Sean. Um, but Sean clearly didn't like that because he was just like, uh, nah, like I'm not gonna be with a tough bodyguard. And that would have, I think, been amazing if Luna had been his heavy. Oh my god, how much more dynamic would that character have been? The Mohawk and people. Th- Oh my god! Now I want. That's what I want so badly. But yeah, they just wouldn't go with it. It's just a terrible match. I hate that match so much. His first loss was to uh, Ludwig Borga, which is good because you have an actual Aboriginal character, and he, of course, has to lose to a real Nazi. Exactly. Um, the other thing I want to just quickly make very clear, Dylan, I want this okay. very clear. Look at me. Apparently, he did lose a bunch in house shows, but that doesn't count. Apparently. So apparently Tatanko did lose in some house shows, but they were just like... I can remember, this is the other thing too, I remember that undefeated streak, but watching it as a kid and being like, I don't really believe this, but also that was because like Hulk Hogan, you grew up watching Hulk Hogan, it's very hard to convince anyone, to convince that kid that anything after Hulk Hogan is dominant because Hulk Hogan was had been so dominant for so long. It's true. And, it's also what's so funny is even if... And you have the like, Undertaker. I, I also always was aware Hulk Hogan could lose in that weird way. Like Hulk Hogan always seemed like he was in jeopardy, but then he wouldn't be. You know what I mean? You're like you're always like, oh shit. But he would always like sell but not fall over, and then 
the other thing, of course, is like with Although that, he would sell the fuck out of there was always that one interview segment where he'd get attacked or he'd have to react and yell. And he would once. sell what and oh my god, would he sell, sell once? Big fucking fat guy. Like he, oh, like, he better be a big and fat guy. Get me a big and tall tubby boy so me terry bolea can fall down on my back no one knee he would never fall down he'd go to one he vote yeah that's no he would fall down sometimes or he would all no or he'd get trapped in something that was another big movie like get his yes. hand trapped in a casket or something ah but that's the yeah. thing about the wrestling in the early 90s is it wasn't sustainable because you had to get someone that was over six foot six before the audience took them seriously yeah, that's true, because it was also, everyone was like, look at this fucking guy. Yeah. They had to do a lot of work to get Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels to be taken seriously, because they had basically programmed you since, for the last eight years of WWF television at that point, to be like, no, it doesn't, if he's not big, then he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, Macho Man won the title, but like, Macho Man was clearly the second strongest character on the show at that time, right? Yeah, and then it was the thing of why Kevin Nash was given the title after Brett was because Vince was like, well, they're watching us for steroids, but there's no steroids in just being a tall guy, so let's do that. Yeah, and then you obviously want to... How Bret Hart loses to Bob Backlund, that long feud, and then Kevin Nash beats him in fucking five seconds. Yeah, the other thing I just want to say about Tatanka, which is crazy, is he's a very boring wrestler. Like they're, they're, we've been talking he's about him for thirty six uh, minutes, but he the does main... learn to wrestle. Like I said, like he's. I don't care. I don't care. Five years in. Okay, well, just learn how to be less boring. You fuck. Well, he doesn't care about wrestling. He never watched it as a kid. This is what I'm saying. He's he's the typical '80s wrestler. They see him. He's jacked up. He's swole. He's a bodybuilder. He's Aboriginal. Even better. Bring him in. Bam. You're in the re- you're in the WWF. Two years into fucking wrestling. Two years later, you're wrestling Shawn Michaels. All Shawn Michaels, his entire life, has wanted to be is a professional wrestler. He's so je- how angry and je- we're in entertainment. How fucking angry and jealous you are when you're like, all I've wanted to be in my entire life is a comedian. And this guy just was like, I'll pivot from acting. They're naturally good at it. Everyone likes them. You're fucking pissed. If there's any way you could take that person down, you would. And that's what Shawn Absolutely Michaels not. Because guess what? I am that guy. I transitioned <laughs> seamlessly into every industry. Don't hold me back. You'll be burned by my heat. But then uh, Tatanka goes into the Million Dollar Corporation. Heel turn. This was amazing. His heel turn was absolutely spectacular. Basically, I remember two phases of Tatanka. The first one was, he's Lex Luger's little buddy. And then the other phase was Tatanka with the Million Dollar Man. He was... This was actually when he was a fun wrestler for no other reason than it... um, uh, He was the reason that caused... Bam Bam Bigelow uh, to get into a fight with Lawrence Taylor. And that was, I always just thought a really good piece of just old school territorial booking of they both went to do their finishing move at the same time because they were both like mm-hmm. greedy little piggy boys. It caused Bam Bam Bigelow to fall down. This and- is the thing about um 93, maybe in 94. The booking is good. It's just people don't like the characters. I wouldn't say the booking is good, but I would say that the booking has amazing moments and also some terrible moments. This is also, that's even further on. That's 95. That's in the run up to WrestleMania 11. Yes, so, sorry, yes. Again, that's I think. I'm saying, I, like, 93 is solid. It's just like people don't like Tatanka or Lex Luger. Nice cover. So it's fucked. Uh, yeah, this it's is getting. The other thing. Tatanka is an undersold part where it's like they were pushing Tatanka super hard and then they had to be like, oh, wait, people don't like this. But they actually did pivot off of it. Unlike Lex Luger, where they were like, uh, let's put him in a tag team then. Yeah, exactly. What's also interesting is I think that Tatanka gets sort of reimagined as this giant disappointment because he had that streak. I think that we need to acknowledge they probably forgot he was undefeated for the first year and then remembered just in time to give some Ludwig Borg a heat. And that's about it. Yeah. It's again, is Tatanka was a the new guy at the worst time to come into wrestling when literally Vince is about to be indicted by the federal government. I just think they forgot he was there for months at a time. Well, it makes sense, right? You, of course, you'd be undefeated if you're only wrestling people on superstars. He's he's undefeated. He's squash in squash matches. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. And it's also the thing of like, yeah. what was his what was his big mover? Like, what Maneuver? what was uh, Simone Drop? Was it? And it looked really cool in the video game because uh, it was like you 
catch him off the ropes. It was like the only move. You throw the guy off the ropes and then you... So in the old Super Nintendo, well, not all the games, all the LJN old wrestling games, like old, old, like Raw and Royal Rumble, you had to win like a grapple battle that was impossible against the computer by just Mm -hmm. mashing buttons and then... Do we remove? Oh my god, video games used to be in like video games used to be so like, hey, hard. would you like to do something impossible? Man, but yeah. But then Bret Hart, Tatanka, and anyone with a top rope move, those were the easy ones to do. You could never do a jackknife unless you like played it on easy mode. Because you just button mash. Insane. I want to play that video game very badly. What was it there's called? Not, the there's end literally of- nothing to it. It's like you want to do a singles match? Do you want to do a tag match? Okay. Do you want to go outside? We got no ideas of what to do. Yeah. Do you want to do this guy versus this guy? That's cool. Goodbye. Um, was his finishing move called the end of the trail? Or was that something that was made up by a kid when I was 11? Hey, everybody. Just a quick break. Whoa. To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review, we have many, many options, such as brand new untouched episodes. So far, we've recorded episodes about... Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a, real, uh, a break from evil people and and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that. That's for five bucks a month. You get access to a whole library of 40. I'm just guessing 40 extra episodes, including some watch alongs of Hogan Knows Best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're yeah, upping we our page. Yeah. Meow. And, uh, Thank you so much. Ten bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like. Everyone, come over to my place. Sleep with me. Twenty and twenty-five dollars gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. That's just a racist thing that you said. No, I have no idea. You could look it up on Wikipedia. But I mean, I only remember from the video game that it was Simone Drop. I like how, by the way, you've just been waiting for one of us to say something racist, so you just had that on the tip of your tongue for the last forty minutes. Just need to say this. I just was, I was just have to deal with my partner who's read a lot of Tatanka's Twitter and thinks, why not? Why not go into it? Why not? Yeah, I've got to say, um, we knew that. I, I'm looking forward to. I don't think he'll go full conspiracy theorist. But there's going to be a couple of years where you get like one wild hobby. You know what I mean? Tatanka? You. No, you. Oh, you're not going to go full. T- yeah, you're I'm not going to go full. Kill full Tatanka. Oh, my God. Yeah. You totally are going to get into hunting for a bit. I'm a suburban yeah. man. You got to do what you got to do. I have a minivan. I believe the election was stolen. Sorry. I got to get. To- That's the best thing about the suburbs where it's like I got a minivan. Casually mentioned that I think Jewish people are made up. I got to get to soccer practice. This is the funniest. One of the funniest pieces of stand up I've seen in the last five years is by Joe DeRosa, which is. Um, People that say you got to shun uh, racists have clearly not lived in a small town because you just got to. He's like, if you the population gets below 200,000, you get a lot less picky on who you disagree with. Like <laughs> in a city, I would never be friend with someone who like hated the Jews. If you get into rural Pennsylvania, you're going to be like, listen, don't say happy holidays around Arnie. Other than that, he's fine. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that's not me, though. I would never do any, anyway. Tatanka, of course, because it's the mid-90s wrestling, um, he gets involved in a horrible crime. A few different times. Um, there's also a Jim Cornette-cited uh, aviation issue, but the horrible crime is a uh, young lady meets some wrestlers and is possibly drugged Jimmy and then Del had her Ray. head so shaved this is, this is it's jimmy del ray yeah kevin nash this is insane go ahead kevin nash basically says that him and the undertaker were drinking with this girl then the next day she um basically wakes up in a hallway with half her head shaved crying and jimmy del ray had drugged her and raped her and shaved her head yeah it's fucking and he was horrific suspended uh, Jimmy as Ray was, was fired and Tatanka was suspended because they thought Tatanka helped. But they thought was, Tatanka yeah, helped Jim, and they Jimmy, suspended no. him. Jimmy Del Rey, they, what they think was Jimmy Del Rey was like, wasn't me, it was Tatanka. And they were like, well, and then it went all the way to trial. And then In the girl, aden- aden- no, I think that the actual trial, but the oh, Undertaker well, was still the judge because it was, it was it, Florida. First of all, everyone, this is my yard in any way. All right. 
Raise your honor, it's my yard. Um, but yes, no, that's what I think happened uh, was that Tatanka was supposedly involved. He was suspended and then sort of came back. But my God, in heaven, Jimmy Del Rey, what a piece of shit. Fuck you, you Kevin fucking Kevin Nash said, yeah, everyone also. knew it was Jimmy because he did that. That was well, one uh, of his... Specifically... Me, uh, I like a red wine. Jimmy Del Rey, of course. Likes shaving women's Rey. heads. Yeah. That's wrestling. <laughs> Why do you have these clippers? Well, I uh, need to find a woman to drug and rape. And then afterwards, I ritualistically shave her head. Very honest with a airport security um, a guard, Mr. Del Rey. That's why I'm the gigolo. Bear in mind, that man's nickname in wrestling was the gigolo. Good Lord in heaven. Oh, Jim also, Cornette uh, is a Jim monster. Cornette, uh, you, you tried. I haven't done this, of course, yet, but probably uh, throw into YouTube Jim Cornette, Jimmy Del Rey. I'm pretty sure you'll just find him saying he was great in Smoky Mountain and not, yeah, he drugged and raped. It's really crazy with Jim <laughs> Cornette just to be like, go after Donald Trump all the time, which like obviously politically our views align that way, but not to be like, oh, I actively avoid just a, just a cavalcade of pedophiles and rapists yeah, yeah it's like, let me, but like are you, you're not gonna give fucking support the libraries a bit more hey fuck you you wanna know who i fucking like joe biden you know who else i fucking like grizzly smith joe biden he's got ideas for the future grizzly smith a religious ritualistic molester and pedophile jimmy c likes a boat baby my terrible Jim Cornette impression. I got a little bit of conservative views. I got a little liberal views. My liberal views, I believe in social security. My conservative views, I, in theory, hate pedophiles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> in theory. Here's, here's the thing with I'm me. I'm proof of the cabal. Woohoo. Yeah. They don't know pedophile cabal. There was just Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they just went to rural Tennessee, and a bunch of guys were like, I saw it. I saw the cabal. And one of them was named Tim Horner. <laughs> no, what's so crazy is like you now there's accusations of celebrities having us uh, pedophile cabals. And A, you have problems like R. Kelly kind of proves that that has happened. And B, or you just read any biography of a rock star from the 70s. And it's like, and that's when I had to adopt my girlfriend because she was an 11 year old and I was 42. And this was last week. This is also <laughs> that's very funny. But also, you don't even have to read the biographies. It's like every song from the 70s was like, "Ooh, she's the cutest girl I've seen. She's just 13. And that's dang bang fine. I'm dating a fetus, my fetus girlfriend. She's well, that's the other thing about this thing. Once we'll get off, we'll get a majorly off track, and I'll say some stuff that's. I mean, I've seen Tatanka. I've seen Tatanka's Twitter. We are, if anything, very much just counterpointing what I assume he'll be tweeting about very soon. Here's the thing: a lot Tatanka's of these guys, when they talk about because I've done construction and I've talked to these people, when they think pedophile cabal, they think like a bunch of people who are like basically farming out five-year-olds but then you're like oh yeah this guy was dating a 15-year-old and then they're like well that's it, what's why do we have an age of consent then yeah so he's so my friend like, ron and his like, wife they think that these people are like robbing hospitals but then are also okay with some with like a grown man dating a fucking 16 year old so anyway i know but this the the complicate the, i know exactly the type of dude you're talking about and it's also that sort of thing of or like that. This is not just a fucking dude thing. I'm I'm picturing the dudes First. I know that have literally thrown the, this lot, like the logic that gets you to that place of like, uh -huh. and what they always do is they go like, it's two separate things. You're like, no, no, the thing that, the thing that I don't think is weird is not weird. Like it's sort of like, you know what yeah. I mean? They always talk like, it's like, no, like I speak French. <laughs> or it's one of those things where it's like, you'll see John's email history and he goes, oh, where's the hotel? What's the age of consent there? How do I get a train there? <laughs> I mean, John, you're still all, in America. Excuse me. Excuse but don't me. they have it's states' rights? It's from state to state. There's I want to know. I just want to know uh, which side was this state on in the Civil War, and where is the Robert E. Lee statue that better not have been taken down? Is what I always and ask. Then, and then, can you define consent in this state for me? Please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I demand consent for all things. I do not consent to you opening that door yeah. for he me. Tells a joke. We'll he goes, open do it you together. Want more jokes. Yeah. And they have to no, no, yes. I do it in the middle of jokes. So the setup uh, of this joke is this, is what I say. Are you okay with the punch? If I tell Would you, you like me to continue? This is what the punchline is. My my Ember show is not good, by the way. Do you not see it? Because it's an hour of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, one full hour. 
This is interesting. Here's a con- here's a weird conspiracy theory then, no one wanted to know. Go ahead. There is a conspiracy theory that basically Tatanka was brought back because Vince McMahon in 2005 Tatanka I, anyway, as a result of the suspension and the fact that Tatanka frankly, he goes on this big losing streak before he leaves the WWF for the first time and, and also he comes back and he let's be he's very easily winded in the ring, shall we say. Yeah, he's done with wrestling. Yeah, he's he's going back to Bally's or going to start, I assume, showing up at gun shows just to shake hands and ask for money. That'll be 80 bucks. Well, this is also a, a golden opportunity for him where it's like he's making a lot of money on the indies because wrestling is still big. Oh, my God, because he's basically doing indies in the Attitude Era when no one is doing indies. Holy shit. Everyone signed to a company except for Tatanka, and Tatanka's making over 100k a year. He said that ECW kind of reached out, but then he was like, and once again, even with people who, I mean, Tatanka hasn't done any crimes, so he just does seem like a wacky guy from a small town, essentially. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, saying he hasn't done any crimes in a professional wrestling context is he's burned some stuff. That guy has definitely had a shed on fire he, for he's sure. He's done something fucked up. But anyway, um. Oh yeah, like he's no crimes he's, we know about, so we can maybe just say nice things now. But anyway, he um Tatanka's a great guy, but he definitely has the look of someone that has powdered up a pill and then put that powder inside of his dick. Just saying it. <laughs> Which is a normal thing. That's a thing I have a reference for. I'm I, doing it right that's now. It's a regular thing. Yeah. It call it's called filling the salt shaker with the snake. <laughs> Why would you wait? The snake goes into the salt shaker? Yeah, you feel because you got the salt pile and then you're grabbing it with your penis, which is the snake. The salt in the snake? No, Dylan. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Because it depends on the angle. See, if you're dipping okay. in the powder, that's sure. putting that's the, using the snake to fill the salt shaker. <laughs> but if you're if you're just feeding the snake, then you got to lay on your back and you've got to dab the powder in like this. You got to like with the with your little your index figure, just tap, 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 tap. I tap. I assume there was a tap, tap, tap. You can't just pour. Oh, I like pouring. I like oh, it. Okay. I like because there's edges and so it cuts mm-hmm. inside and you go ooh. I like how it hurts. But Tatanka did not go to ECW because he um, heard was that doing that sort of stuff. Was getting paid. Yeah, he's, yeah, no shit. I like, but Paul Heyman really knows how to run a business. I'm just gonna not really pay anyone oh, for fuck. like ten how years. The fuck did I? Yeah, that's a really great idea. But I'll, how did we fucking the guy who trained Tatanka, um, Bobby Rogers, basically was an indie wrestler, and he at one point was like. Okay, when Paul Heyman was running like a small territory, he was like, "Hey, I'll take, I'll cut my own pinky off in the middle of the ring if you want me to." And Paul Heyman was like, "No," and he's like, "All right." And Paul Heyman said, "This guy was weird," and he, you know, he ran ECW. Yeah, but like if Paul Heyman is like, "I don't want to be around that guy," and he's saying yeah. that to Mustafa, man who hired New Jack. Yeah, he's like, I'm very uncomfortable. Hey, Sandman, I'm very uncomfortable. Sandman is pissing in his own mouth, and he's like, yeah. I'm glad you're here, man. <laughs> Bobby Rogers makes me uncomfortable. New Jack, can you talk to me so Bobby Rogers doesn't start a conversation with me? Just keep telling me about all those people you've assaulted with vehicles <laughs> in the last Yeah, I mean, I just minutes. let me say this right now about New Jack. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That man knows how to end a documentary about oneself. How do you <laughs> want to die? In a wheelchair covered in cocaine? See you in hell, New Jack. Yeah. <laughs> How do you see yourself at 70 in a wheelchair doing cocaine? So Tatanka came back in 2005, and this was a time where everyone was really a resurgence of like 80s things, like G.I. Joe became. It basically, we're all millennials, or not we're all millennials, but like me and John no, are no. millennials. No, 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 no. I've, I, I've, member, I've, see, I've met people, most of the people that listen to this show, they're millennials. Analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, hello. Greetings, 84 to 86. <laughs> so this it was the big resurgence of like, remember when we were young nine years ago, which is so funny in retrospect, but Tatanka comes back. Apparently the pop isn't that big. And there's a conspiracy theory that essentially Vince just really wanted Tatanka in. So they were like, oh, everyone wanted Tatanka. And they were um, fucking with the audio to make it seem like Tatanka had a bigger uh, reaction than he did. Well, because part of it is apparently Vince loves the character of a. He wants that kind of character. He wants like some an Aboriginal 
Exactly. He wants it. He wants an Aboriginal face. He loves it. Like he loved Chief J Strongbow. Basically, this is a theory that was pointed out by Jim Cornette because I googled Jim Cornette Tatanka. By the way, all that Jim Cornette mentioned was uh, that Tatanka was finally fired because he got on an airplane and started s- speaking to God, but then God was speaking back to him, and he started acting a bit wacky. And by the time they landed, Vince was like, "Cut him," <laughs> which you're like, "Oh, well." See you in hell, Vince. Well, that's the thing. Like they'll cover up anything if you're making the money, but if you're not, then they'll use you an exam- as an example to be like, "See, we're we're a good group of people." Yeah, don't do what he did, or we'll fucking kill you, bitch. Show business, baby. You're making the money. You can literally do crimes that will get you to twenty five to life. But if you're not, no, you sipped water. You didn't. You gulped water. You didn't sip it. Get the fuck out. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. No hats at the dinner table. You're fired. Anyway, Tatanka has a feud with Eminem. He comes back as a babyface. No one's really digging it. And uh, he has to turn heel. That doesn't really work out either. He has a quick feud with Lashley. Um, But do you remember this run? Because I remember starting to watch WWF again during this time. No, I had no idea. Really? Um, Yeah, like I knew, like it's one of those things, in, in retrospect, I learned about it. But I had no, at the time, I was not watching wrestling at all. I remember watching like why the fuck was I remember watching wrestling again like starting to watch wrestling again and being like why the fuck is Tatanka back? I guess that's I, okay. I, let me say this about Tatanka though is my like he's gotten a little bit beefier, but he has aged tremendously. He's and this is the other thing like Lex Luger until the wheels fell off. You look like you can wrestling isn't the thing that makes these people look fucked as we're learning now with like edge and christian and even jericho being 50 pills and coke these guys were just like and booze oh, yeah we can lose we can live like rock stars and it's like rock stars would go on tour and then be home for a bit and then be drug addicts at home <laughs> yeah exactly like, at least they weren't like wrestlers weren't on the road. they yeah, just exactly. did drugs on the road like a man Drug addicts on the move. Drug addicts not on a plane, in a rental car. Oh, my God. That is so grim. Nothing worse than having coke residue on your nose in line at Avis. Jude. Yeah, just the road warriors bleeding from their nose (laughs) trying to fucking get a car, and then you got to tell them the SUVs are gone because they didn't call ahead. Yeah, well, I need you to unlock the handicapped toilet so I can smoke meth in there. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this to you, but I'm going to have to snort you somehow. Also, was Road Warrior Hawk in the Hells Angels or did you just hang out with them sometimes? I think if you do crack, then you just end up in weird circles. I think it was yeah. crack first and then everyone tried to be like, oh, He's a badass because he hang out with these bikers. It's like, no, he would be like, buy the drugs off the bikers. And then he'd be like, I'm going to smoke this now. And the bikers would be like, all right. And then watch him smoke it. He'd smoke all of it and be like, more. And then they'd be like, that's why we're still here. I think everything is colored by he was a drug addict and not like he made choices. I was trying to figure out how to make this point. I wish... When we got these biographies from Hobson, we got like what the wrestlers were drinking and eating and taking. Because I think that that is such a interesting like coloring of uh, what they were doing in this period. And I want, I just feel like Tatanka in 2005, it was like he was on Zoloft and he didn't give a shit. Like he just sort of like, it's also the one thing I will say about that run of I watched half of one of the matches. He's like, even he's like, why am I here? I wish that every wrestler, too, was like Kid Cash and would just talk about if they had stable income or not. Because you can really tell, like, I, I not really tell, sorry. I think Tatanka had stable income this entire time. I think he probably went back to a very solid job and did indies and made six figures in addition to his stable income as most likely a salesman again. Yeah, for sure. This guy uh, loves it. He's, he's not, like, dumb with money. The guy was raised, no. I didn't touch on this in, so much in the opening, but the guy was raised like very fiscally responsibly. Like he was like money, you 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 get your stability, then you do. Which is yeah, it's why very, he pivoted it's wrestling because he was probably like, I'll make, two, I'll make over 200 grand for these couple of years and I 
will not be able to do that. In- I'll invest well, all of that sort of stuff. Like I guarantee Tatanka has come to a lot of his views from the very honest way of reading too much about libertarian economic philosophies because he's an American entrepreneur businessman and they all do it. Yeah. And he's, and and then he's he- probably, sorry, go for it smoked a lot of weed and just sort of lost it a little bit is also possibly a factor well he's also like us weirdly paid fucking taxes his whole adult life like he's never been on the end of like getting any money because he's this always- is the other thing that is so wild that you learn about so many self-employed people you don't know like so many of the perils that people that were at our stage of our career when we started they're Dylon God. Well, because they just didn't pay taxes they just didn't pay taxes for 20 years so they got crazy to me isn't that insane there's some people I know that have like, oh yeah, like they started making money and they just forgot to pay taxes. And then I like start having a panic attack on their behalf and they'll be like, oh, it'll be fine. And I'm like, I guess I know. it will. But there is no, someone that you know, Dylan, that you have worked with that was on. My mom. It was your mom. Got a TV show and movies. Did a movie and was in two, like sort of two seasons of a TV show. It was like one season, then a movie, then another TV show. And he had so much money and he took black cars everywhere and ate to go ribs every night like would go to a montana people like that to be fair black cars and all over and yeah uh, fancy ubers i know dude anytime as soon as any of our friends make money it's not a fancy suvs what do you mean they're just taking uh Uber comforts everywhere. On Uber, dude. I've there's so many comedians who have been like, I just got a TV. The night, the celebration night of them getting the TV show or getting the accomplishment turns into just like they don't get drunk every night, but the way they get home is the same way. And I'm like, I'll write it off. I'm like, you don't. They don't. The government isn't like, I'll pay all fifty bucks of this. Like, anyway, as once again. Why did John that's the most insane talking about like how to save your money, which is very the most insane indulgence I've ever heard in my entire life. Bear in mind, like I'm I'm having a slow panic attack because I'm about to buy my first car, and I think I'm going to treat myself and buy a truck. And of course, I'm even I'm not even buying a truck. Yeah, fuck it. You should get a fucking. Oh, I guess you go on the road too much. You should get an electric car. I go on the road too much. I I did did the math. I'm not fucking. It's also yeah, you can't charge um, it for that long. And there's also certain states that don't have the charging because it's America. Yeah, so the, yeah, Texas, yeah. Man, no, Texas is fine. Good luck in fucking Oregon. Like, dude, if you're in the most, I mean, this is just a talk. Anyway, we'll talk about this off air. I have a lot of boring things to say. Um, oh, let me tell you, I will, to talk about fuel economy. Oh my god, we could. T- I, go, I will. I will show you uh, a off mic anecdote about. Oh, it's you one of the show most, an anecdote, you fucking bitch. Back on track. The John, what's your favorite thing about Tatanka? Also, like every wrestler, including us, and I'm sure everyone listening to this show, he was on TNA exactly one time and he beat somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was on TNA. I'm actually going to double Russo. check because I don't know that he beat somebody, but I know that he beat somebody. He has I a Legends it. contract now, and of course, he supports Vince McMahon's basic philosophies on life, so he'll never... Oh, yeah, baby. He defeat- is- That's great. Yes. So, okay. Great. One, yes. And it was exactly... Please tell me it was AJ Styles. Almost as good. 2009, he has one match in TNA. He beats Jay Lethal, Black Machismo. <laughs> he beats a guy who held multiple titles for them, and then fucking TNA is... AEW, there's a lot of stuff AEW will do, but everyone will be like, yeah, but we knew who was going to win that match. I'm like, yeah, but you remember TNA when it would be like Scott Steiner would come in and he can't move, so like the X Division champion would pin themselves? Yeah. There's actually a match where AJ Styles literally just wrestles a broom with a piece of paper taped to it. This is Scott Steiner, and everyone was just like, "This is better." Actually, <laughs> yeah. And Scott Steiner goes, "Spank it, spank it, Scott a screwdriver," and then he just like literally just does a handstand and then just breaks his own spine, so Scott Steiner can win using this guy who's screwdriver. Anyway, John, what's your favorite thing about Tatanka? What's the worst thing about Tatanka? And then let's get out of here. He was the most boring wrestler in the goddamn earth. That was the um, yeah, man. worst thing about gimmick, him. Boring as shit. Yeah, I'm going to say great gimmick. I also going to say is one of the best examples of Vince McMahon's philosophy of just put put whatever in fucking cool wrapping and it'll work because Jesus Christ does it work. Like you're just like, I could give a shit about Tatanka, but it's really fun. He runs to the ring, fucking chops people a lot. I like that. That's good. 
It's got hair that's two different colors. That's fun. You know what I mean? Like that's the Tatanka was really exciting. And then the bell rang and you're like, nah, never mind, actually. Well, that was the other problem with the 2005 run, I should say, is that the caricature that was okay 10 years ago definitely was not okay in 2005. Yeah, and they also did sort of a muted version where it was also, you could really tell that they liked an idea but then forgot why they liked it and they're just now putting it on TV when the Titantron is just the person's name and it slightly shifts. You know what I mean? That's never good. The four, That's very funny. That's the, <laughs> we came up with this today. Fuck it. Yeah, they, that, like Kevin Dunn literally, like the opponent is walking to the ring and he's like, bring up Tatanka's tie. Ah, fuck. Well, this is the thing is that you want like an evolution of a character. If they're going to be like evolution. But if they're going to be from a like a like a if like the, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, his name is the tribal chief, but he comes out in a sweatsuit and he's just like, I'm an athlete, but I'm the fucking best, bro. And that's the uh, that's how you evolve those characters. You don't go like I'm Tatanka. Here's a here's a racist cartoon from 1920. And uh, Dylan, are you suggesting life. that uh, the WWE is becoming more metaphorical in its storytelling? Ergo, better. I'm saying that they're making moves forward that they should have made 30 whole years ago. That's right. That's right. Our Lord 2022 and Tatanka in 2005 didn't work, but. Um, yeah, I mean, the best thing about Tatanka is his look and the worst thing is his wrestling. I mean, I think that's pretty. Yeah, that's exactly right. As a, but I, I mean, yeah. And then, I'll, no, probably the best thing about Tatanka is his Twitter. Yeah. And the worst thing You're about it is that Randy it's not Quaid. just true. Congrats. I gotta tell you, like, I don't like Randy Quaid. Fucking guys read up on Randy Quaid. If you're like Randy Quaid and me, we got a lot in common. And it's not just that he was in movies. It's like that. I like, I haven't seen his movies. I just know him as a free thinker. Dylan, you're a wild man and I love you. But I want I'm you to a wild know this man. Right anyway, now. John. I am Randy Quaid. <laughs> John, I would believe it. We got to go full Randy Quaid. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, whatever week that is. We're trying to record ahead of time. Um, yeah, you'll either be listening to a chat that I have done with a special guest that's not Dylan or Road Dog or something else. We don't know, but we want you to know fuck you. Yeah. Fucking thank you for giving to Patreon. It helps our fucking families, motherfuckers. Enjoy yeah, your time. Also, more swearing. Suck it.